Where they at? Where they at? That's how it started at the beginning. Heard this all good. Let me see, boo. Pussy so fat, I want to feed you. If your head game fine, I might keep you. Because I'm looking for a nigga with a sweet tooth. I'm looking for a nigga with a sweet tooth. Ooh. Heard this all good. Let me see, boo. <laughs> head so fine, I might let you head bear. That's going to um, be I put on Instagram. <laughs> you said what? That's going to be the video I put on Instagram. You going off the city girls and me wincing. Uh, <laughs> you love big dick, girl. I want you running them bands up. <laughs> if you a big dick, bottom, I want you run them bands up. <laughs> That's funny. That's our soul. That's you love big dick, bottom, I want you running them bands up. I hate when family text like, hey, send me your address. Why? For what? They like to come over. I'm about to make a bowl of cereal. I'll be right back. Cereal, you are ghetto. Heard the top good. Let me see, boo. If your head game fine, I might keep you. Cause I'm looking for a nigga with a sweet tooth. Ooh, that'd be the best part when they say that. They are so honest. They are. That's why it's funny. Ooh. <laughs> They never said the size podcast was too much. Who knows more about music than us? The size is a black podcast made all genres with a sprinkle of pop culture and a shit ton of food. If you're not from DC, you probably don't know what size is. And it's from Yellowfoot. Girl, what? Never imagined such a thing. Never imagined such a thing. So beautiful and wonderful. Thing. What? First of all, you can't tell yourself. Well, I do it all the time, so never mind. You can't tell yourself to sing. But what? Tiptoe round my door. I'm going on tour with um <laughs> I'm going on tour with Alex Ozzy. <laughs> so I was learning my part. <gasps> what Jasmine say? Learn your part. Oh my God. You are God. That is a song though. That's how you open up an album. Okay. She's bringing everybody on tour too. So Steph may as well join the fucking bandwagon. What Andre 3000 say? Fuck the wagon, join the band. Motherfuck the wagon, come join the band. Ah, what we about to do? Vibrate. Hey, vibrate. Oh, <laughs> Welcome to the size. <laughs> a show. We be having a whole episode before we even say welcome to the site <laughs> and before we press record it a lot <laughs> no shame we've been talking y'all for like 30 minutes before we even hit record <laughs> <laughs> and we gotta re-say everything we just said without right. recording <laughs> right like let's hope i remember because i said some good stuff <laughs> i'm dying Ooh, everybody leave us alone it's so much to catch up on but muse i mean give us some on the ground report team. You were down to Miss Broccoli Fest, Miss Rainforest Fest. <laughs> to start off, Muse with the news, insert music here. 
Girls was a fucking time. I don't know what DCB have it going on because the people do not never look like they having a blast like me. But I go out and I have fun everywhere I go. So it was the Rainforest Cafe. Steph is right. First day was muddy and wet and like governor's ball that year that it was like everybody wearing hunter boots and shit like that. It was real bad. No, we almost died that year and it's no shade. Like we really like, we almost went to the king. So y'all lucky I'm here in the land of the living. It got real bad that Friday. So maybe it wasn't that bad. It wasn't no deaths, but it was just, it was just nasty. Like it was, it was literally raining all day. I am bougie, so I always get a VIP ticket. But even with VIP ticket tree, you had to get another VIP ticket in order to get under the tent. Because DC is pretentious, and Rose Bar fucking bought a section within VIP, so you then had to buy a section to get under the tent. I'm a finesser. I snuck in. Um, got the cutest boy number there. That was cute. Uh, what else happened? I don't know. It was... It was a good time. <laughs> Made friends with the bartender, got free drinks. Like, it just be, uh, you know, you could do what you want to do at Broccoli Fest. Rock Rakai and uh, Gia Peppers ate hosting, love them. I'm not a big fan of Bacon Bear, but it's just because I want her job. I really don't have no reason not to like her. Everybody performed bomb. That's why I didn't understand why people was, like, canceling tickets and trying not to show up because of the rain and all that stuff. Festivals, if you go, like if you're an avid festival goer, it's a rain or shine type of thing. Most, most concerts don't end or change schedule or do anything like that to accommodate weather because that's just what outdoors gives, unpredictable. So I already knew what it was giving. Like Jamie Foxx. Unpredictable. Sing and write, Tank. Tank Baby, not the usual. That was my shit. Some of Tank's best work and just sifted off to Jamie Foxx. Wow. What was that other song I like? One Night Extravaganza. I blew up at the embassy. I like that song too. But yeah, all of the performers were bomb. Ari Lennox is everything live. She looked bomb. It was a little cold, so she gave us personality. She came out there with a trench coat on and she was like, it's cold. But then she took it off. Uh, Wale, Hometown Hero, brought out like every PG County go-go nigga known to man. That was lit. They also had, who was the first day? Let me look at my notes. Everybody went off for Lil Durk. Lil Durk actually surprised me because he did this like rock and roll set and he turned some of his songs into some like punk shit. And people were thrashing. It was lit. DC, this crowd for Broccoli Fest this year went up more for the rappers than they did for the singers. So everybody was pressed to see Lil Durk. Everybody was pressed to see Gunna. Everybody was pressed to see Don Tolliver. Don Tolliver is one of my favorites. So I was pressed to see him too. I was jumping up and down. Him and Masego came out second day and did their song together. That was everything. Tim's was so cute. I did not- A pretty girl. Oh, very pretty. She was like- getting emotional because of how much love that the city was showing her. She was like, I heard that y'all love me here. I love y'all too. And then like between the first and second song, she kind of got choked up and was like, I didn't expect this. Like, da-da-da-da. I thought that that was a very cute moment. She did all of the bomb songs, like all of her singles. And then she also did Essence, 
But then later on, Wizkid comes out and she comes out and does S's again, everything. Wizkid is the best dressed nigga this side of the Mason Dixon and he not even from here. He had on this like embroidered kind of lacy trouser and it was in this like blue green color. But then he had on this purple, probably Marnie, uh, like mohair cardigan situation with no shirt on under and this bomb frame. I was like, give me the outfit. What are you doing? He did good. Cause you know, everybody in DC is like Caribbean or African somewhere down the line and like closer than most blacks. So everybody was going up for that. It was a bunch of Nigers in the audience. Queen <laughs> Nigers. <laughs> Come on the cast, Nigers. I want to talk to you. I actually do, because we live for her. Yeah. <laughs> I have several things to say, and I like that she sometimes be over the internet, being over her for no reason, and sometimes she don't. Like, she be going back and forth with the people, because they blame her for everything, and it's so funny. She didn't do nothing. <laughs> she really don't. She be minding her business, being a mom, and singing hits. That lady's only 26, right? Is she? I don't know, but the hips... People are- be young. People do be young. Hmm. But overall, Broccoli Fest was bomb. I snuck back in to the VIP the second day. <laughs> um, well, okay, so again, B- I had a VIP ticket already. I snuck back into the VIP VIP. That is late. I don't like that they did that. Apparently, Broccoli Fest always gives businesses the opportunity to like license out a section in the, the, the grounds, but they don't usually do it. Usually it's just like a Ciroc sponsored VIP section. But this time, like I said, Rose Bar was in the building and I was not paying for a section inside of VIP when I already paid for VIP. So slid in a good time. If you're having a good time, say yeah. The rain didn't stop my shine. Oh, Summer fucking Walker. This lady is nuts. So... (laughs) So... She headlined day two, and she came out on stage on time. But I guess she didn't get to Broccoli Fest on time. So she was, like, apologizing for being late, and everybody was confused because she literally came out at 920, and that's what she was supposed to do. But then everybody post-Travis Scott Astro World or whatever that concert was is, like, real attentive to the audience, whether it's performative or not. And somebody, I guess, was passing out in the front of general admission. So she's singing, and then in the middle of her singing, she's like, hold on. I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) She is a lunatic. So she was like, can y'all check on her? We gonna start this one right on over. And then before the band started playing, she was like, y'all, let me just tell you, it's been a day. (laughs) She was like, I got pulled over by 14 cops before I got here. They wouldn't let me into the festival. That's why I'm late, I'm late. I was like, Summer, what? And then she came out with this like bucket hat, this big like oversized parachute bomber like jumper situation. And she was like, it's cold up here. I can't even show y'all my body. I was crying. Buy some, but I get it. Looty tunes. Like that lady is hilarious. But she sounded bomb. She got the best band on earth. I was into it, singing my heart out. I'm surprised that I still have a voice today, even though this happened two weeks ago. Loved it. I had a time it's been two weeks already. Well, it's been two weekends. Broccoli Fest was two weekends ago. 
Yo, time be flying. That's annoying to me. Yeah. <sighs> like, May is over with. It is. And I <laughs> feel away. Yeah, no ways. That's what Drake said. So, um, I also feel away about the fact that these concert promoters do not care about nobody's bank account because the concerts won't stop coming. And they won't stop coming. Won't stop and it won't be. They are. So, Alex Isley announced the Marigold Tour. And everybody's going with her. Everybody's going with her. She got Gwen Bunn. She got our little sister Leia. Same. And Philly not on the itinerary, so what is it giving? Because at first, I was like, at first, I didn't care. Because I'm like, oh, she's going to be at Roots. We'll see her at Roots. But then when she announced that she going on tour with Leia and Gwen Bunn, I said, oh, well, now you got to run back to Philly because how dare you take Leia and Gwen Bunn away from me? What I was about to say was who she not going to have is the size because something is <laughs> going on with the tickets, and I don't understand that. Her and Sabrina Claudio dropped their tickets at the same day. I got the pre-sale codes for both dolls, and then they immediately put me on a waiting list for Alex Osley. And I was like, oh, well, this is interesting. That doesn't usually happen. I checked back the next day, and I was still on the waiting list, even though the pre-sale had ended. Then when it came time to get on the regular sale, it said can't join waitlist. But it's also mm-hmm. not sold out. And the venue that she's having here is Songbird and Adams Morgan, which is like this very cute, artsy, like bar that they turned into a concert hall. Like it's upstairs, it's like a record shop and a restaurant. And then downstairs is a bar and stage. It looks kind of like vinyl at center stage. Oh, uh-huh. In and Atlanta. Yeah, very, very cute. But it's not big enough for them to be doing all of this. So I'm just like, do I need to call up there? Do I need to go up there? Because I will be at this show. Irregardless. Like, listen, I, w- I will stand on the roof. I'm going to hear her live. <laughs> I give a fuck. I really don't. Does it look like I give a fuck? Because I don't. I'm on the site now to see what it's given because... And then she did tweet, because I guess Philly must have been cussing her ass out because then she was like, Philly, I promise I got something coming for y'all. You better. Ooh. Oh, this light is chicer. Oh, it do say um, join a waiting list. That doesn't make any sense to me. But you know what happened? April Mark tickets will on sale in like January. Awesome. And my cool shout out like Carisha, is it? No. <laughs> no. We'll get to that next, y'all. But um, uh, April Mark tickets went on sale in January. But I didn't know about the tour, I think, till like, no, they may be going to sell February. I didn't know about the tour till like end of March. So I went on the site and everything was just resale, resale, resale. And I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to watch until the resale drop down. You know, they be dropping down as you get closer to the time. So I had, um, I had Ticketmaster and I had um, StubHub like always open in my tabs. So I just would refresh every day. So um StubHub was steady going down steady going down it went it started at like 87 and then it went down to like 45 i'm like all right this is gonna go to 40 it's out it's up like i'm going but then i was like let me refresh Ticketmaster. so i refreshed Ticketmaster, and it was 30 dollars, which was the original price so i think sometimes they also be 
putting, even though they on, they announced that tickets are going on sale a certain day, I think that they don't be really releasing them until a certain time because the New York tickets also got released, like for another New York show also got released that same day. So keep watching it. I'm going up there. I don't have uh, It's really weird. Like, and then, so <laughs> not like a Live Nation or a Ticketmaster thing with Alex Osley. When you click on the it takes you to Dice, which is an app I already had, because I bought some Everyday People tickets in LA off, that, off of that app or like platform before. And I was like, oh, this is cool and interesting, but not if it's going to make me wait. Mm-hmm. Mm. I will fight her. So I need her to come on and stop playing. Well, Alex, as we get it together, because Muse said he coming down there. Listen. Um, Kalani also announced the Blue Water Road Road Trip. I love that she's calling it a road trip. That's really cute. The little thematics around the poster is very cute. Um, gotta go there too. I just bought my hiatus coyote tickets last week because they went on sale on Friday. So I bought those. It's giving everybody relax. <laughs> Furniture, clothing, and concerts. It's giving Pior and Dior. I am <laughs> not okay with this. It's like, um, I could stop buying clothes. I haven't, but I can't. You said what? <laughs> I could stop buying clothes. I haven't, but I can. I was going to say, will you? But furniture, still getting bought until this place is done. Converse, <laughs> if I like you, I'm going to see you. So I like everybody. And that's the problem. <laughs> I like you, like you. Look. So I actually, um, on our Twitter, did like a thread of like all the shows. So this is just who we're seeing from this week on thus far. So Amber Mark, I'm going today on Wednesday. I'm supposed to be going to, um, I told my best friend Jared that he got to take me to Fibio Corn and, and Dream tomorrow. But now I'm like, am I going to be tired? Well, you know, I don't know what I'm tired. I just woke up. And he don't really want to go, so I told him I'd buy his tickets since he finances my life. But I'm like, am I going to be too tired? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to get up tomorrow. That's why I'm going to buy my tickets, see how I feel. But, but allegedly, I'm seeing Fabio and Dream Doll tomorrow. And Remark on Wednesday, we got our Sabrina Claudio tickets. Mm-hmm. We'll at least see Alex at Roots until mm-hmm. she makes these DC tickets available. Got my Sid ticket. We seeing Be My Fiasco. Roots Picnic is two weeks. It's in two weeks. Well, yeah, two weeks. Leon Bridges Little Dragon ticket purchased. Reese going to be in D.C. I guess the day this episode comes out. Hiatus Coyote got them tickets. Kalani on sale this week. It's just giving everybody relax. Yeah, it's really giving calm down because I also, in addition to not supposed to be shopping, am also not supposed to be going out. Oh. I did good this Saturday. I didn't go out. That was very cute for me. Came in the house, watched Crazy, a show. Oh. Sunday. Call me crazy, but at least you call me. Listen, that's really what it did. Um. So yeah. So basically, what we're saying is that the checking accounts are empty. What Everybody, <laughs> we need to get start, We need to start getting on press lists because we too upper crust for this. Yeah, I was. We are the size podcast. Why are we not getting free tickets? When I was at Broccoli, and I was like playing with Rakai in VIP, I was just like, I need to actually be on his line about tickets. He hosts every year and we friends. 
It's giving use what you got to get what you want. Listen, I was telling Vic today, he well, I always tell him this, but I think he finally tapping in that he needs to start using his pretty privilege more. I'm like, you guys are posting more selfies on Instagram. I do too. And then when news, you're always posting selfies. Oh. Your whole IG is curated pics. What are you talking about? But I don't post as often as I used to. I have some stuff in the chamber that needs to get posted. Oh, well, you know Vic be having like two pictures on his Instagram. And I'm like, listen, when you come out with the unannounced projects you coming out with, you got to have the holes juiced up in advance. So you juice the holes up with selfies. Every time you post a selfie, everybody be under the comments and be getting like, 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 like. Use <laughs> what you got to get what you want. Period. Period. Y'all got to go. So, Sam had to say we might start tricking Muse out so we can get um, free <laughs> concert tickets because I'm fed up. We are the size. Like, people should be begging to us to come to their shows. Like, what is going on? Stephanie have been trying to get me to send out Eventbrite since we met. Literally, she was like, will you be going to these cities? You'll be sending out Eventbrite? <laughs> I mean, listen. Not no. It's gonna find a way or what? Scam one. <laughs> no, for real. Going to a college where the motto is literally find a way or make one, just, it means so much. Wow. That find a way or scam one really took me down. I put that on the internet. Listen, because you have to sometimes, because legality ain't gonna get you what you need. This little scruff McGruff, Chicago, Illinois is not bothering me. Oh my God. Speaking of um, legality, it's really illegal how these people be showing up to these award shows. We're talking about the billboard. Everybody, start dressing. Why don't nobody dress no more? What happened to dressing? Uh, we just read everybody at the fucking Met and the Grammys. I'm confused on why y'all not listening to us yet. The only person that listening is Dojina. Oh, Doja Cat don't do nothing but look good. And, and Lotto ain't look bad, but needs the billboards. You don't gotta wear a gown with billboards. Yeah, I just want people to be bad. Like, just be bad and stop wearing all of the same designers. <laughs> MGK and Megan Fox look good, but they was the only people I seen that I liked. Um, but I also didn't watch, so. I want Megan in federal prison. That's what I want. Because Megan won't look bad if she don't do nothing else. Yeah, Megan is stuff. And then what is going on with Cara Delevingne? Is she okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> I love a flat out no. And what's going on with Megan? Megan, we we just done going through this with what's that ugly man name? Oh my god. Who's the ugly man? Tory Lanes? The whole industry ugly, so I know that was a big question. <laughs> yes. Dutchress Lanes. I'm like, you just went through this with Tory Lanes. Why are you still letting these leeches and hanger ons be around you? Like she should not let nobody be around her but Norman. I don't understand Cardella Bean's presence at all currently. She just shows up places. It's weird. Like, did you see that clip of, like, Azalea performing and Kara is, like, on the ground on the stage and she's, like, licking Azalea's pants and Azalea's trying to perform? And it's just like, what? Okay. And then there's that random clip of her pretending to be Schmeedle from Lord of the Rings in the shower, like, bald and, like, creepy. All this stuff is just resurfacing about Cardella Bean. Do you even model anymore? What is going on? It's giving uppers, downers, and candy corn. Mama is on something. The good. Yeah. Real bad. 
real bad. I haven't seen her employ in centuries. Since the 90s. Since the, Mama has not been walked a cart taking a photo since the 90s. She looked bad at the Met, too. She she looked bad because she high. <laughs> <laughs> it's really embarrassing. Um, I don't need her plugs number because... And then, like, why is it, like, pictures of her with, like, that stupid train that Megan had at the bottom of that dress from Rainbow around her neck? <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? She was, like... You know how they do the step and repeat and the people get their pictures. She kept trying to be the wind for Megan's train. I was like, would you go sit down? You look like a publicist. That is weird. And then at one point, Megan, she finally like walked away, I guess. But you see her like peeking around the corner. I'm just like, Megan, why are you with her? Where is your man at? I know you're trying to be like low key, but you can bring him to a little piece of award show. He's giving the industry jester and I don't get it. Like what are you like? What are you doing? No one has answers. Yeah. So from the clips that I did see, Lotto turned into Beyonce on stage. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> she ate that. Ate. Ooh. Ate. I'm not expecting that at all. And I love Lotto. I think that she could do no wrong. But that I was, told you she performed bomb. Yeah, but I just I, I wow. Sean Baker is eating all of the ography for these rap girls. I love that. Yeah, she um she killed it, but you know she has to step her kukinis up because Kukini. she about to be on tour with Lizard. So fair, very fair, and it's gonna you be know it can't get it can't give hood club performances. It's got to be big production, big stage, spotlight, big stage. And I think that's so dope of her because she had like her own tour and mm-hmm. now she going to be in the big leagues as a supporting egg. That's going to be a good look for her because I think she did a really great job on her headline tour. Another concert we done spent money on. Okay. Um, but it was worth it. I had a good time. She was great. It's worth it. Let me work it. So what caused some drama at the BMAs was Doja getting all the R&B awards. And um, y'all know how this go. It's giving racism. Happen this dude, they do this every year. I want Doja to win everything all the time because I'm a stan. But Summer Walker actually is the Billboard doll baby. Like, she's broken records that Beyonce has set from a numbers perspective. It's weird that y'all don't award her on TV. That's weird to me. But they do not want Doja to sweep the white girls. And if they put her in a category she's supposed to be in, which is pop, she will sweep the white girls because Doja is undeniable. And so they really just keep relegating her to R&B because they don't want her to win. I don't like it. I get what you're saying about the sweepage. But it's inevitable. You cannot contain an absolute point. You can't change an absolute point. Doja is the meteor. Deal with it. They don't want to. They don't want to. And you see how even at the Grammys this year, even though they put her in the pop categories, they was not trying to let her win. Hmm. They do not want a black girl to be sweeping the 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 big awards. And that's just what a TI is. Who is white that's out that we care about? 
Well, that we care about is nobody because mm. the white girls aren't going like they used to. But Harry Styles, Olivia Rodrigo's, they are apparently popping. Apparently, like it's that's the thing with Neil. Like when we was younger, you knew who was famous. Everybody. But nowadays, everything is so segmented. Like I had no clue that Jack Harlow was famous enough to have a stadium tour. I knew that. I had no idea he was that famous. Like, cause I don't, yeah. I don't see nobody talk about him really outside of Twitter. You know, certain black girls on Twitter trying to say he cute and stuff. But I don't. I never hear his music out nowhere. I don't see other artists talk about him besides Drake, because Drake is a fangirl for whoever the hot girl is so that he can look relevant still. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, I had no way of knowing he was as famous as he was. And I'm not saying that I didn't think he was a nobody, but I didn't think it gave stadium tour. I thought it would give like, you know, a little Howard Theater. I didn't think it gave City Girls open up for him. I didn't think that. Right. But I did know that he was famous and like making noise. I knew that he was in this weird bromance with Drake. I personally like that because homoerotic. I don't understand people thinking that he is cute. That's a little strange. I mean, but whatever. He a regular little boy, regular little white boy. I don't pay attention to him like that, like that. But his album is actually really good. Like, it's not on my now listening, but I did listen. <laughs> Like, I was really surprised by him. A lot of rap albums have come out that have been, like, really surprisingly in my rotation more than normal. Like who? I also love Pusha T's project. It's probably my favorite of his recently. Because I'll be paying Pusha T dust. Like, I know he is who he is and all of that, but I don't be caring. It's, like, not worth keeping up with sometimes. Yeah, but I care about this album. Oh, maybe I'll tape in. Every song good, no script. But yeah, but even Doja noticed some BS because her accept. Did you see her acceptance speech? Mm-mm. I'm gonna play it. You tell me if you matter of fact. But I'm, I want you to hear her speech because she know what time it is. Oh please, Doja is so crazy. I love her. I love that she always has a vape in her hand and has to throw it away for pictures. That's what that's what I was like. She's so crazy. <laughs> like, All right. Um, that was hard then too on the ground taking that picture. Get up, girl. Get up. <laughs> Share Sam. Okay. <laughs> you can hear it. Listen to what she's saying. Oh boy. Listen. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I really, really do. Um, it's an honor. I've always loved R&B. Growing up, it's what raised me. Um, I think that there's a lot of very talented R&B artists out there right now. You have Summer Walker. You have SZA, you have The Weeknd, you have, you know, everybody. And, and I think that, I think that everybody deserves this award. I really do. 
Um, man, because uh... you know she's like, this is some bullshit. Mm -hmm. She didn't want to say nothing crazy. She was being a Libra. I get it. But but like you, I'm not putting no sauce on it. Like she 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 wouldn't have called everybody name out like that. And the way she was like, I grew up on it. It raised me. Right. Basically saying I am not an R and B artist, but I can't go off on y'all on stage right now. Class. No, listen, Alibra. all the way. So you said that Summer and that new boyfriend was also going off about not winning nothing too. Yeah, Summer was like, oh, maybe I need to work harder. Maybe I'm not, like, doing good enough with my music. And then the boyfriend was like, she was like, she was like, let me, uh, she was like, maybe I need to make uh, better R&B. Let me tell Larry to break my heart so I can really go in for y'all next album. And then the boyfriend was going off. He had, like, multiple pages on his stories. He was like, Summer broke this record. Summer did these numbers. Summer is this, Summer is that, how she not R&B? Like, and then he was like, no shade, but those are not even R&B. Yeah. And he not wrong. Like, the boyfriend looks nuts. <laughs> but he seemed like a nice guy. And he's standing up for his girl, but also being right. Yeah. I like that. Love it. But, like, it just doesn't, in this instance specifically, it doesn't make any sense to me. Because, like I said, and like he said, the numbers are there. The Billboard Music Awards is usually, even though they do their white shit, numbers driven. It's one of the few award shows that we have that actually numbers matter the most. It's not fan voted. It's not academy voted. It's a numbers game. Mm -hmm. A parody contest. It's a, all of that. It's Billboard. So it's literally based off of the Billboard numbers. Summer needs some sort of recognition for the things that she has done. Literally, none of these other singing girlies have come out and be anything that Beyonce did. And it's what? Literally. Well, Mary got her Icon Award. Mary looked better than everybody out. Yeah, um, her speech was long as hell. She kept being like, don't cut my music. I got more to say. She was reading everybody. She was sniffling, so it was kind of giving COVID. Um, <laughs> but shout out to Mayor. Mayor is the one. She's the doll. I love that they had Jan and give her the award because they both, you know, love and respect each other. Um, it was very nice, and I and it was very cute to see Puffy and Latanya, Mary's <laughs> older sister, in the audience, like cheering and being like, "Talk your shit, Mer." That was really cute. I feel like that really is. I mean. That literally is Italian little sister, but also Puffy is like, you know, watching her whole trajectory from 19 to now being 50, 51. I know they were just as emotional as Mira wasn't. She just is in a really good place. Like, yeah. she's just like, you know, this feel like a dream. Like, you know, I was looking for real love and I realized the real love was in me. I'm like, yes, Mira. Mira is in her, is in her, like, her peak era. And I loved it for her. I'm glad that she's smiling because you know how I feel. And I also love any time that her and Diddy do anything together because he basically a and R'd her career. Mm -hmm. like, he made the Mary give a thing. Right. Made space and made room for her stories to be told. And I really, really like and appreciate that. I was outside, so I didn't watch it. But what else happened? 
I didn't watch the awards in real life because I will discuss offline, but I got tripped in New York and it was just like the worst. Um, but I was watching on Twitter. So, uh, I mean, other things happen, but it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah, I saw that Jatavia's um, labia was basically out. <laughs> was out, gave the award to Doja, handed it to her directly. <laughs> um, Maxwell was singing Michael Jackson, mixed reviews from everybody on the vocals. <laughs> um, I mean, whatever. The billboards, I never be pressed about the billboards. Yeah, I'm not a billboard doll. It's probably bad because we are music journalists, but I don't care about the white award shows. I do. I hear about the Grammys, and back in the days, I used to love the American Music Awards. I don't, I'm not counting Grammys because I feel like that is more universal. You have to watch that. It's, oh. it's the big one. It's like the Oscars. Like, you have to. Mm-hmm. But, well, Ying and Yings beforehand, American Music Awards is probably my least favorite. Billboard used to be better. American used to go off, though. It did used to go off. And they in all- the 90s, American Music Awards used to go off. They just had Nippy Holler every year. Yeah, that was everything. And then even with Beyonce did that big Icon Award tribute thing, uh, that's, that's the same award show where Rihanna brought Britney Spears out and they did S&M together. Like, American Music Awards used to have a time. It's not that time anymore. No and- more. Billboard is falling into that gap as well. <laughs> Come on, falling into the gap. A slogan. Well, what's not falling into the gap is our now listening. <laughs> that was our fastest news with the news. Ain't nothing else going on. Oh, then Rihanna had a baby. She's been quiet for like three days. <laughs> Bring us our knees. She was. Bring us our knees. On the verge of popping for years at this time. <laughs> so I will hope that hell the baby did come out and had a healthy pregnancy and we gonna see the doll soon. <laughs> because what? Yeah. You know pregnant women have that line on their stomachs. It's about to split open. So the baby wants to walk out. <laughs> like literally into the baby a- said she's in love under new management and she's leaving this womb because <laughs> what is going on? Leaving leaving this womb is funny. (laughs) I hate it here. Uh, Bring us our niece. Some quick on the ground reporting has shown that it's not our niece, it's our nephew. Rihanna and ASAP have brought into the world a beautiful baby boy. The internet is trying to make it seem like it's majesty, but it's not. Those are old pictures of Rihanna and her actual niece. But... The gender revealed the baby is born and had a baby. It's a boy. So happy for her. Can't wait to see the baby dressed down. I know you watch Drink Champs, though. So what was Nori talking about with ASAP crazy ass? I love Drink Champs. Um, and Saturday was my, I'm not doing nothing. I'm not getting out the bed. Like, I'm really, like, chilling today. I'm not even checking my email, nothing. Um, and so I was just watching Drink Champs and, you know, binging Good Good Mom's Bad Choices, whatever the name of that podcast is. I really like it, but I think I messed up the name. Anyway, so Rocky is on the most recent episode of Drink Champs. And as somebody that's been following him since Peso, he has matured so much. Yeah, he looked like a little boy, but he not no more. In that, I always said, like, you know, Rocky, I didn't always say, but once Rocky and Rihanna went public, I was like, he just seemed like a little boy. He seemed like a little boy. 
But in the interview with Noriega, was the first time where he looked like a 34-year-old man to me. I like that. Like, the way he was talking, like, they were drinking, all that kind of stuff, but he was, he was, he was just very, Rihanna whipped him up to sh- into shape, I think, because, you know, even, like, remember he, he couldn't talk, remember he used to couldn't talk, like, he would talk, like, real big, like, men from New York had, like, sentence structure issues, and he had that real bad, but, I mean, his senses are very clear. And I don't know if you watch Drink Champs, but they have, like, a section that's, like, a versus. So, they got to pick either or. And if you don't pick one, you got to do a shot. That's how everybody be on that show wasted real bad. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Rocky's knowledge about hip-hop was so deep. Like, I, like, my, like I said, I've always liked him. But my level of respect for him in terms of his industry knowledge was like through the roof now. Like he was up there talking about Inspector Deck. Like nobody talks about Inspector Deck from yeah. Wu Tang. Except for like my dad. <laughs> Which funny enough, funny story. Um Steph Steph with the stories. Um <laughs> my youth pastor at the church I went to in high school um took us to a taping of um Teen Summit. Mm-hmm. And so we was hiding, we like, oh, we're going to be on Teen Summit. This was right when, um, it was ninth grade. So this right when Right Into the Wall had came out. So we was like, oh, it's going to be like Destiny's Child or somebody performing. It was Inspector Deck, and we were so mad. <laughs> Pissed. Livid. Livid. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm ready for this stupid college show. And we went, like, we went to, like, they took us to Howard, of course, while we was down here. But... Amazing a young artist to play for a teen summit. I'm screaming at that time. Like Wu-Tang is a very legendary hip hop coalition, but it's for our parents. Like it's for my parents. Like my dad comes into rap in that era. Wu-Tang, KRS-One, them niggas. It's not giving teen summit. At all. I was mad, but lucky enough, Azimu was there, so it made it better. Nah. And me and my friends had thanked him for him during the um, commercial break. Hey, Zemo. Nice. Um, but anyway, yeah, he talked about he was uh, talking about Inspector Deck. He started talking about Schooly D, who like if y'all not familiar, Schooly D is a Philly rapper from back in the days, and he's like considered the originator of like gangster rap or whatever. Um, then he started talking about the overlaps between punk and rap music, and like he was just sharing like. I mean, it was just, the knowledge was just there. unreal, yeah. unreal. And, you know, normally when he would talk in interviews, it'd be a whole bunch of bitches and da-da-da. It wasn't giving none of that. And I also love that Noriega wasn't pressing him about Rihanna. Like, Rihanna came up only two times, and Rocky gave one sentence and called it. And then they moved on and it wasn't awkward. It wasn't, you know, and I just really respect that he's grown up. Like I took this to one of the group chats and they were like, um, that they think some of the maturity came from, um, you know, two of the ASAP mob members passing mm-hmm. and then being with Rihanna, who's not going to be dumb, no little young boy. Like, yeah. And I think that relationships grow you up for better or for worse. Right. Like no matter what y'all got going on, when it's good, it's good, and you learn your lessons from it. And I think that those lessons mature people. Mm-hmm. So even though they're in like a really good place, I could see even just in his presence towards 
this part of the pregnancy that he has grown up. Because at first I was completely over it. But now I like what I'm seeing. Because even in that GQ interview they did, he seemed like a little child. I was like, girl. Because there's like some playfulness and some some like kid-like things that Libras don't ever get rid of. He a Libra too? Mm Mm-hmm. Stephanie be over us. I can't help it. Who's not a Libra? You. Me and Rihanna. <laughs> Everybody else in the world, Libra. <laughs> can't help it if I wanted to. Can't help it if I I'm it. screaming because every time you be like, because it's Libras, and I'll be like, another Libra? <laughs> At least once a day, a new Libra is um, unveiled. Birthed. So I brought up my dad real quick. I just wanted to shout him out because Rare Essence had a legendary reunion show at MGM this weekend. Everything. Somebody drew like this portrait of my father. I was like, I know this is fan art. Like, what is it giving? It's giving Billboard Icon Award. (laughs) No shade. Shout out to Muse Senior. I just wanted to say that aloud. (laughs) Wasn't at the show because the tickets was $200 and my father be acting like he can't get comp tickets, but we'll take (laughs) it offline. I'm still upset about that. I had to get Lil Benny's son to send me footage. You're livid. <laughs> I don't like stuff like that. Well, now let's name. <laughs> and let me take the brand. I need to fix me a little piece of honey. Uh, now listening is the same as it was for the past two episodes on my end. <laughs> I have ventured off into... Jack Harlow a bit. I have ventured off into Pusha T a little bit, but I really am under the guise of Kehlani still, Sid still, LMA still, Sabrina Claudio still, sing Tamia. I was about to say, come on, Tamia. (laughs) I have not shifted anything as far as music. I keep playing them albums. Destin Conrad slides back in a little bit because gay. It's in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> well, same. <laughs> but Miss Florence and the Machine oh, kicking in the door, waving a four forward. That album went off. Now listen. Stephanie wanna be a cat lady so bad. Why are you pressed on the Florence and the Machine? <laughs> okay, so listen, I've only really known her singles. I like, you know, Jefferson, that was his doll. And so I would tap in and out of her based on wherever Mark Jefferson was in his spiritual journey with Flo. Mm. Seen her perform live at Coachella 2010, and I was like, oh, she's going off. She's everything. Tried to see her at Governor's Ball 2011 or 2012, but that's when the monsoon happened and all her equipment got washed out and it started sparking, so we had to pooch it. Um, but she was such a great performer and I'll never forget like seeing her live and I, you know, the songs that would come across my desk, I always liked, but I never tapped into a full album. Mm-hmm. album. But since nobody really came out on Friday, one of my group chats was going off with Ev and so I was like, let me tap in, tap in and she's tapped out. Let me tell you something, the whole album it's her basically calling men babies. Like, literally, she's saying one song, get your man, get his bottle. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's reading. Some man got her fed up, and I get it. Mm, I mean, I may 
slide down to the Florence and the machine. But it wasn't on the top of my mind. My dog days are not over. I, <laughs> I hate While you were listening to Florence, I was like really under the foot of Kendrick Lamar. Um, I love this album. I wanted to talk shit about it because deep, but I can't, it's like, really, it's really good. All the way through, really good. I sit in a specific place with Kendrick because I think that To Pimp a Butterfly is just not the type of album that I would ever personally play over and over and over again. It's got its message, it's got its depth. You listen to it for the art piece that it is and then you pay it. Cause Kuta and that other song are the only songs that like you can dance to. Everything else is real deep. And I don't want to listen to Kendrick having an interview with himself as Tupac in my leisure time. That's just not something that I'm gonna personally do. But then Damn came out, right? And Damn all the way through is hits, 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 hits. All the way through, top to bottom. It's literally just a hit the whole way. I think he did a good job of mixing the deep and the hit for Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. And laced through every track is my nigga Sam Do. So I'm already gonna love it because I love him. It's good. Before me start saying anything inflammatory, um, I haven't listened to Kendrick. Maybe I will someday, but I'm just not in that mood. And like I said, I love Kendrick since overly dedicated section 80. But I don't know. I'm just not. I don't know. I'm just not. The the girls had me by the throat. The girls and and um, candy drip. <laughs> yeah. So years. I get it. Now, I li- today was the first day I listened to candy drip in like weeks because the girls really was like feminist only. Um, <laughs> for sisters only. <laughs> for sisters only and Florence. <laughs> Who also, me and Jefferson always call her mom. I'm older than her. Which is weird. How am I older than Florence and the Machine? Again, I don't want to say anything crazy. Yeah, than usual. Y'all, y'all know, y'all, I think y'all can infer what's being said. But anyway, the album is really good. If you really want to be in your strong vaginal oneness, definitely listen to the album. Um, let me um tell y'all like where to start and stop because I mean, not start and stop, but like where the hits are because she definitely gives a um sweet that is so crazy on this album. Hold on, that just made me think of an episode title. So the album is called Dance Fever, and she really only got one dance song, and that is funny to me. She weird. <laughs> so girls against God, everything. She be getting God together. She be like, listen, you got one more time before we run up. Oh my God. And you finna get done up. I love that. Cause you have to let people know what time it is. Cassandra, <laughs> beautiful, everything. My, Heaven is here is my favorite song. I wish you would have made it a little longer because a minute and 51 seconds is not enough. My love, I think is the single. Um, and that's the one like dance, dancey song. And then the bomb, that song is so funny. She'd be like, boy, I don't love you. I just love the bomb. <laughs> you know what, white people? She don't do this thing. And then the other thing I love on the album is that um, some of the songs she, uh, she, what do you call it? 
she redoes it, but she does it as a poem with no music, and it's just her speaking the lyrics. Everything. More people should do that because then music will be laid out more. Do you think so? I'm not really a spoken word doll baby when it comes to songs. No, but when she, when you hear her speaking the lyrics, you can really hear the lyrics. Okay. And it like take you to another place. Like she got the opening song and I'm Miss King. And to be fair, it do sound a little cheesy, like the song. But then when she's saying the lyrics, because she says, "I'm not a wife, I'm not a, I'm not a mom. No, I'm not a wife. I'm not a mother. I'm a king." Like nigga, but. Okay, so and I, it sounds cheesy in the chorus when she's talking it, it sounds real bomb because she can make her voice animated, so it kind of get monologue, I guess. Maybe I'll put on my Nikki Giovanni wig and tap in, but I don't think. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> the dog days aren't over with Florence because this new album is bomb. It's definitely going to have some Grammy yin yin yang. Mm. I think or, sure. We need more visuals from this Kendrick album because the N95 video is one of his best videos ever. All I think some of it looked decent. He she shot it where Solange did um, When I Get Home. Oh, it Them does steps. look like it. Them steps, yeah. It looks so different in the video that I didn't even put two and two together like Tink. But N95 is one of the songs that you need to listen to. Love that part, love Rich Spirit. Love, we cry together for the art piece that it is. And that really is how people relationships be. I have never been taken to that point. I don't give, argue back and forth, scream at the top of my lungs. Fuck you, nigga. Fuck you, nigga. Fuck you, bitch. I don't give that. Personally, I'll just leave. But Purple Hearts is a song. Taylor Page did what she was supposed to do on We Cry Together. Count Me Out is a song. Need to be a single. Silent Hill is a song. Sing Sam Do on Savior. I like it a lot. It's like <laughs> taking me by surprise how much I like it. I also want to talk about the controversy of Auntie Diaries, but I don't want to get canceled at the same time. So I'm going to hush. But I do think that people find problematic things where they don't exist. And I'm going to just leave it at that. I think he was doing his best to be an ally in the song and explain story-wise something that has been going on. I think that there's more gay in Kendrick's life than he's ever expressed. I don't think that he is gay. I'm not one of those niggas who think that everybody gay, but some stuff do be going on. But I think that like just the way that he is explaining this and then the fact that he has Jesse Smollett's face on in the heart part five video, like it's just, it's some gay stuff going on. But Auntie Diaries is a very interesting story if you want to know why everybody been going off on him. But he does say faggot and um, I'm the only person who's supposed to be able to say that. So I get why people are mad. Well. <laughs> I hate seeing both sides like Chanel, but. <laughs> It really just gives that, like, I be understanding where people be coming from. And even if I'm not aligned, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. But you're doing a lot. But I can't say that all the time. So I just be using the sites as a sounding board. We get it. Um, don't cancel us, y'all. We trying to get famous so that we can go to concerts for free. Don't forget <laughs> that. We have to get famous. This is our famous year, dolls. Yeah. So don't cancel us. Fame 2022. Um, with that, we're gonna go break and when we come back. Um, we're doing an album review. Mm. We haven't done one since summer. Y'all been asking for it. Y'all be bossing us around. The fans are feisty. Yeah, y'all are bossy as hell. Word to Khalees.
Do we need to talk about lovers and friends? I'll wait. We wasn't there, but we did get some on the ground reporting about lovers and friends. Went from catastrophe to lovely is what we heard, but um, yeah. All right, we be back. Bloop. And it's all in the things that you didn't say, didn't say That made it so clear to me, I'm good to fall back Said it's all in the things that you didn't say, didn't say So busy hiding in any place, yeah Lot of all the things you didn't say to me, Ay. What you didn't say and what you didn't do yeah. Sat back and played it cool, now I know how to move, move. These bitches couldn't walk a mile in my Bottega boots oh, So when that message turned green, it ain't no getting through nah. Nothing was reciprocated, uh. mentally manipulated uh. Call when I'm intoxicated, yeah. when I'm sober I can fake it yeah. Fake it like I'm over you, uh. in denial I know it's true. true Thinking about the old you and not the shit you put me through I wish I could cut these soul ties, no lie Took you back when the hope died both times, you one that'll cry with me. Thought you was gonna ride with me. Too used to them simple hoes, and, and that shit ain't gonna fly with me. That you didn't say, didn't say. That made it so clear to me. I'm good to fall back. Said it's all in the things that you didn't say, didn't say. Too busy hiding Girl, you better cut that nigga out. Cut that nigga out of your life. You bringing the show back or what, dog? Well, we're back. And today's album review is dedicated to the one and the only LMA. Literally L-M-A. <laughs> Whenever we type that, I fall. I've been listening to this album nonstop. Nonstop. It's in the lexicon of music that's had me in a chokehold for the past month or so anyway. But I feel like she did her big one. She did. Yeah. There is so much growth in this album. Yep. But like her first project and the EPs that were before, prior to, all were very solid. Like she gives us solid music on a consistent basis. I just am happy to see that it keeps getting better. Mm-hmm. And I think that the difference with this album and the last is people are not gonna have the chance to get tired of anything because there's no boot up, there's no trip, there's no pandemonium behind any specific song just yet. So people can actually tap into the full body of work for what it is. I think her first album, a lot of the other tracks got lost in the hype of those couple songs. The singles kind of outshined everything else, even though it was a very good album all the way through. But mm-hmm. this- 
Yeah, I I think um, one thing that she said in an interview, because y'all know people go on their PR blitzes, I watch every interview, and one thing that she said in her interview with Nadeska on um, Apple was that she felt more confident in the studio, so like, because you know your first album, you kind of like, all right, that's my first album, I don't really know, I'm working with people that have made many albums, I'm just going to kind of do whatever, and, you know, she said she took the reins of writing more. She took the reins of, like, vocal production. She said she felt more confident in her singing voice, which you can definitely hear because no shade. You know, we always like LMA, but I feel like she was very, like, one note, like, very one tone, yeah. where on this album, she's doing things with her voice that I didn't know was in her wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can really just tell, like, this, the confidence is just there. And not saying that she was ever not confident, but there is this kind of air as an artist when, or you can tell when an artist, you like, get to that place be like, yo, I got this in a bag. Like, I know what I'm doing. I don't got to second guess myself. It's automated. It's automated now. And mm-hmm. I feel that from her. She's also one of those artists that uses every part of her voice. Like, I think that, back to what you were saying about it being one note, I think LMA has a very tight range. But I do think that she explores all of the different pieces of that range and what she can do within it so it don't sound as monotonous as it could. Mm -hmm. And then even in her backgrounds, you could tell the vocal production stepped up a notch because she's doing stuff in the backgrounds that she wouldn't usually do, too. Right. Wait, go off. And I think she also pushed mustard because it don't sound like him. I, like literally, there were multiple songs where I was like, "Oh, she got another producer on here," and then I go look and it say Dijon. Great people. The fact that his real name is Dijon and he made his celebrity name DJ Mustard infuriates and uplifts me at the same time. Niggas be ghetto. I love black ingenuity. I do too. Um, but yeah, so I think she even like pushed it pushed mustard to kind of step his cooks up a little bit too, which I like really, really love. They were working together for a long time and they've had a very defined sound. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this album, they step away from their defined sound. Yeah. And I think in the genre of producer tags. When he don't say DJ Mustard on the beat or Mustard on the beat or whatever the songs start off like, you, it's easy to not know that it's him on this album. Mm-hmm. Every song don't start off like that, like in the past we have heard from her. And mm-hmm. then, like, oh, well, who, she, who else she working with? Like you said, but it was him all along, all the whole. I love that. And speaking of signature things, y'all know um, one thing about LMA, she going to give you a, a monologue. <laughs> Oh, after every single song and um, she's not doing the monologues no more. She's seen y'all talking greasy on Twitter. Um, <laughs> but I did love that she brought Mary in to do two little monologues on the album. So she's not fully stepping away from her give of monologues. You know, her and Lucky be bar for bar down to the um, Love Jones. <laughs> the Love Jones bar and grill. Oh my God. Um, but I love that she has Mary doing it just because it also, if it, it feels like, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a legacy 
build things to have Mary be a part of this and like Mary impart her wisdom. And I love that at one point at the last monologue, Mary says, like, don't be a victim because I sat in that so long. And I know you loving Mary's overcoming uh overcoming ever. Mm-hmm. And so just like her kind of stepping into her role as the um the R&B mentor that she is. Yeah, I really like that. Like the elder statesman of R&B. I really like that. That <laughs> that, that transition has happened yeah. on this album. And then another kind of like insert that she does is Kirk Franklin, which didn't really even make sense to me at first when I heard it. But now the more I listen to it, the more I'm just like, oh, you kind of ain't that. Because who would have thunk? Who would have thunk? And that's actually one of my favorite transitions between mm-hmm. from Fallen Angel into How. I love how How starts at the very end with the same lyrics as what Kirk Franklin is kind of going out to on Fallen Angel's Everything. How could you switch up on me? Listen. So how should we do this? Should we go song by song? Should we just talk about, pull out the songs that we really love? How you want to do it? I think that in order for this to not be a four-hour broadcast production, we should pull out the songs. Okay, well. Okay, so, okay. All right, we'll we'll try to do every song. (laughs) But we should start with Didn't Say. Oh, I was going to start with Not Another Love Song, which was number two. Oh, I mean, we love Not Another Love Song, and we have talked about it at length. It is a great song. She does some very cute, like, twists and turns with her lyrics as to, like, not say certain words. Mm -hmm. Like, it's left up to interpretation, but at the same time, you know what she should be saying. Love that about it. We could start at Not Another Love Song. Okay, you're right, because I forgot we did talk about, what you call it, so Not Another Love Song. So we love that song, period. Right. Okay, so to Muse's point, didn't say, passing the mic. Lotto, Lotto, I love when, you know, I'm like a love is blind and it can take over your mind. Like, I love, uh, <laughs> why you fall out at that? Because I wasn't expecting it. I just like when femcs tell stories and it's not just pussy pop rap. And I like right. didn't say kind of stretches Lotto's history for me. Like it kind of, it's just deeper. It's not mm-hmm. as boastful. It's not as braggadocious. It's, it's like more vulnerable, I feel like, in what she's saying. And it goes perfectly with the song because sometimes it really is what you don't say that kind of shapes how I end up feeling about you or how... I go forward in whatever this is between us. Like, Mm -hmm. you gotta pay attention to shit like that. And it just, the lyrics in this song, Colossal Lotto's part, like it just, it's a very good song to me. I love that (laughs) it's no longer Big Lotto, it's Colossal Lotto. (laughs) (laughs) My phone capitalizes Lotto like it does Beyonce, so at this point she's arrived. Period. (laughs) Um, So in the group chat, (laughs) We was talking about this song, and I think it might have been Dre or Madden started and said these bitches couldn't walk a mile in my Bottega. Oh, it was Madden in my Bottega boots, and then me and Dre at the same time texted. So when that message turned green, it ain't no getting through, okay? The boy has been blocked. The boy's blocked. The boy's blocked. The boy's blocked. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, um, Mac Ayers has a has a song that's very similar to this. He says, and this song takes me out every time. He says, when you call, it's what you don't say. <laughs> Baby, when you call, it's what you don't say. Yeah. I got to get myself together. I got to get this thing together myself, is what he says. Because it really be, people be um, letting the, the, the true message of the music dip into the cracks so that they can manipulate and be twisting up your mind like that husband. Drew Sonora. <laughs> I just wanted you to say it. Ooh, that's it's definitely in what he don't say. He is certifiable. Like that nigga is crazy. Oh, she need to leave. I was watching White Chicks the other day with Jerome, and I was just like, Drew Sonora, what a way to go. Um, like Lotto said, you need to cut them soul ties. Okay. Took you back when the hope died. Both times. Mm. Wow. 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 You weren't there to cry with me, thought you was going to ride with me. So used to them simple hoes, and that shit just ain't going to fly with me. Hey. Period. And that's on what? Mary had a J. Blige. Listen. Mm. And you know what I also like about the song? I would never expect Lotto and Ella to be on the song together. Me neither. I also, so. Ella may usually only give you a couple features, and I think that she's very specific in her feature choices. She picks, mm -hmm. she picks really good features. Because unexpected to have Lotto on here, but also makes sense because of where Lotto is right now. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you want to have her? But I don't know. She just brought something to this song that I didn't expect. When I first was listening to it, that first like run through time, I was just like, she on here? <laughs> that was everything. Huh. But yeah, didn't say as a standout a standout track for me in my listening journey. With <laughs> Ella, Ella um, where should we go next in the track list? Well, break my heart takes me down. So I mean, we may as well just go to the next track. What she says in this, <laughs> I didn't even realize until this weekend. Mind you, this album been out for at least two weeks. And he's been listening to it nonstop. She says, and I don't want to misquote, so let me pull up Lyrica Anderson. <laughs> Lyrica Jr. or Senior? Senior, always Senior. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny, always Senior. Because if I had to choose who could break my heart, baby, it'll be you. Excuse me? I think, <laughs> I feel I've experienced that sometimes you just have to call a spade a motherfucking spade. Every nigga you talk to, every relationship that you get in, everybody ain't gonna be your forever. So you gotta really pick and choose who's gonna do what to you who's going to be allowed to save space save them for your love i knew he's going to do that okay. <laughs> so okay. I think it's a very mature heart decision to understand 
we might not be forever. I'm willing to go through certain things with you. And if somebody has to break my heart, it can be you. That in and of itself is maturity to me. Well, she was saying, she was saying, uh, I forgot which interview, that she was like, you know, when you like really, really love somebody, you like, if somebody gonna break my heart, at least be somebody I actually care about, not like somebody that I gave a chance to. Like, mm -hmm. she's like, you know, this song is just about being so in love with somebody that it's like, if it has to go down, it gotta go down with you and nobody else. Yeah, that's real. I, I really just only highlighted that for that, like that. Once I realized what she was saying, I was like, oh shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love you. Because if I had to choose who could break my heart, and then the chorus starts, and she starts with "Baby, it'll be you." That's everything. The way she breaks down lyrics mm -hmm. is everything. Because she, just like with "Not Another Love Song," she will end a section of the song incorrectly so that she could start off the next part. Mm -hmm. like, think about some shit, baby. <laughs> I'm gonna think. Oh, I don't know who she's talking about. And when she was on Breakfast Club, she was like, "Nothing is specifically about one person." And I hope that nobody thinks that I'm talking directly about them. But I'm 27 now. It's been four years since my last album, and I have definitely gone through some ups and downs when it comes to love. I think that that's normal, and I love that she was able to say that like that because. It doesn't make it, it doesn't allow for people to be like, well, her first album was one thing and then her second one was another one. Mm -hmm. I think that there is like a, a through line, a motivic through line. <laughs> Come on with the big words. <laughs> um, What's another song? Let's go to um, DFMU, which is the single right now, which JT tweets the lyrics to every single day. <laughs> Stephanie is the third member of City Girls, in case y'all didn't know. She know everything that them ladies are doing <laughs> at any given point of the day, every day. <laughs> Me and Dre was watching um, Carisha, Momo, and Santana on live today. <laughs> okay, so DFMU was one of the teasers and it became a single. I love this song. I think that this song I don't think any song will ever do a boot up will never happen again mm -hmm. in the way that it in the way that it happened. But I definitely think DFMU is going to be her next big hit. Okay. Okay. Not not another love song. Well, I guess that time has passed. Well, both of those I well, she did three songs as teasers, but DFMU was like actually on the radio, like single, single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't want to mess this up. Oh, no, that's um wrong song. You got me questioning what have you done to me? Used to be out of reach. I sound terrible. That is... I need to stop being silly and sing for real because I can sing on cheap. That melody... Feel like you're testing me. You're the necessity. Full court press on me. Mm. So fuck me up, don't let me down. Mm. You know I want to be around. Ow, ow. What? That you singing that just now, that melody sounds super familiar. I also love that Tyus 
wrote on this. Tice is another artist that doesn't get enough acclaim to me. Um, pretty much a song in every one of my playlists on Spotify. So check them out. Because I've never seen it. I feel like it's one guy, but you know, division. People could be a couple. Of <laughs> and I also want to mention Prince Charles, who be writing on a lot of Mary albums, wrote a lot of songs on here with Ella. All up and through. And that connection makes sense too, because when you work with the same people in the background, it develops a bond between the artists that they kind of like foster. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, so boom, Mary probably be around. Mm-hmm. Cause Mary be up and round through Prince Charles and be up and round through Lucky. Mm-hmm. So that's two points of entry for Ella. And and D Mile produced two or three songs on here too. And you know D Mile be round round about Mary now too. Cause he did Good Morning Gorgeous. <laughs> like a glimpse from the past, you can see the dark in the frame. You're the poster up on the wall. Sing! Why are you going off? What song is that? That's the first verse of this song. Oh. <laughs> the way you sang it, I was like, what? <laughs> you had me questioning. Um, <laughs> you got me. Uh, nah, nah. Yeah, this song is really good. Like, I think that she, if she keeps working it, it can definitely sit in the land of legends of Trip and um, Buddha. Also, shout out to Brandon McCaskill, a legendary Catwalk Classic Largo High School joint from D.C. <laughs> Virginia. He's the main guy in this video. D.C. I need to watch the video. Yeah, the video is everything, actually. Um, D.C. and Maryland is not going to stop letting y'all have it, just to let everybody <laughs> Come on, not going to stop letting y'all have it. Um, well, I just, I don't know if you have a lot to say about Hyde, but I want to say one thing about Hyde. Um, that... It was not a song I was expecting Ella to do. No, not at all. And it definitely reminds me of Rihanna's Close to You. You love that. I love that, but you love that. Close to you. Because everybody be thinking Rihanna is the upbeat hit maker. Mama is the ballad dress of R&B and pop. (laughs) (laughs) Ballad dress is taking me out. Brianna give you a ballad. She'll give you nothing else. So, yeah, Hyde. Sometimes it's not even very sad of a song to me, but sometimes the strings, the instruments, all throughout this album, honestly. But sometimes the strings and the bass and a lot of the different instrumentation in this one song, it just has a somber mood. So I don't always play it all the way through. Mm. I be I be getting ready to go outside. So right. I need to play like pieces or feels like a hit. So this kind of when we talking about sweets, this is when we get to the beginning of my sweet uh, power of a woman. Ooh, a hit. The way she comes in. Wah, wah, wah. I was like, wait a minute, Ellers. Power of a woman don't even sound like her to me. At all. Really- Nothing about it. Like, it don't sound like her at all. It shook me to my follicles. It shook me. It's <laughs> come on to my follicles. <laughs> well, it's also the cadence, which is a very uh, cadence that, that you love. When she was like, my kids are sending signals off inside you till you feel the power of a, my level's got you now. You know there's something about her. 
Like, that is a music. Uh, yeah, this is a song. <laughs> like, my kisses send the signals off inside you till you feel the power of a blank. Hmm. Levels got you rising. Now you know there's something about a power of a woman. Woman, ah, uh, woman, ah. Uh. Sing! <laughs> no, like, I don't know what they were doing when they were writing this album, but it is, like, very intelligent R&B. It's so good. I think, honestly, because I've also been watching all of Kalani's press mm -hmm. runs, except for that trash one with L'Oreal, who needs to start putting toner on that yellow-ass hair. Can we actually just pause for the calls and talk about that? Y'all have to start interviewing these people properly. And if there is a tone, a mood, an atmospheric shift in the way that they look, feel, sound, respond, you need to go along with that and not be pushing for the cushion. Because <laughs> I don't like that how she did that interview at all. And then double down on it. L'Oreal, you're trash, girl. Mm. Give us the jobs. Exactly. Come on the cast, Lonnie. But one thing she was saying, and also her album was done with Oak from Poppin' Oak, so shout out to Philly, because y'all got Blue Water Road because of Philadelphia. <laughs> if we don't do nothing, we gonna slice our hometowns. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I just went on a DC, Maryland, and Virginia tangent. And <laughs> I'm just saying, Blue Water Road is um, in North Philly. <laughs> so, she was saying that her and Pop were like kind of going back and forth, not arguing, but just having conversations because she was like, you know, R the sound for R&B right now is down tempo, toxic, drama, mess. And she was just like, she didn't know if the people would like the album. And she was like, you know, everybody was so excited about um, my, her last album. It was good until it wasn't. She's like, because everybody was like, oh, Kalani finally being toxic, like good. Like now we can da da da. And she was like, you know, I just wasn't sure if people would really want to hear what I was, the vibe I was on. She, oh, then she started talking about how everything's vibes now. Like she was like, you know, everybody's on vibes. And like, I just wasn't giving vibes. Like I actually wanted to talk about something like, yeah. and I feel like a lot of artists right now are like they don't want to do vibes i love that a shift is coming it is i i'm I like not trying to be dramatic but i really feel like the shift is upon us <laughs> for real like i i feel like everybody is is like maybe not the fans but the artists are moving on from vibes and i think that it's calling for that right now too we've been in the house kind of for two years plus niggas don't want to be in their fields all the time it's right. getting give the girls something cute to take a dance in the summer or something sweetie so ate that like i like what kehlani did on her album and even even kind of like juxtaposing and going back to ella she threw in some curveballs that i feel like were necessary when it comes to production, when it comes to cadence, when it comes to just the state of music right now, it wasn't as vibey as her first project. Mm-hmm. Well, her second project. Oh, 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 it's about Ella. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ella, um, but yeah, Power of a Woman is where I feel like I love the album. I don't skip it, but I don't skip no songs when I press play. But where the album really 
does a doo-doo-doo, da-da-da, and the words amuse, starts <laughs> that power of a woman power. for me. Yeah, power of a woman. Because when you told me to listen, you was like, did you listen to the album yet, doll? Mind you, it's Monday, and the album came out Friday. I went outside over the weekend. Sorry, didn't listen. But when I did, <laughs> I understood what you was talking about in, like, the break. Because mm-hmm. straight through album bomb, no skips. But there is another shift that happens at Power of the Woman through the end of the album, and I love it. So I guess we go to the next song, which is A Mess. Of course, because Lucky Dizzle. No, it's the next song on the album. Yeah, I know. Oh, you were trying to get me together about Lucky. <laughs> Muse want me to be in love with this man so bad, y'all. At this point, at this Show it. <laughs> Show it. Needy, please. First of all, let's talk about the intro. Because <laughs> right. Lucky is so alarmed by what Ella Homegirl says. So if y'all haven't listened to the album, it starts uh, Ella and Lucky and I guess Ella's friends are in the studio. And Ella's like, I don't want none of that toxic shit, please. And then- um, (laughs) Was that your British impersonation, please? You know her accent is British mixed with Queens because she used to live in Queens. So she has this very strange accent. Yeah, it is weird. It's not all the way British because she was in Queens being Caribbean. Which, if y'all didn't know that, Ella Mae went to high school, went to summer middle school and all of high school in Queens, New York. Um, So, yeah. Anyway, so then she goes, I don't want none of that toxic shit plays. And then (laughs) Lucky was like, what what she say? And then Ella goes, she wants to fall in toxic toxic love. No, ma'am. And then Lucky (laughs) says, wait, like, those the words you chose, and then the song starts. <laughs> <laughs> I love behind the scenes mess. So that part is like everything to me because it just gives you a peek into probably how they made the song. Shippy started off of conversations. Mm-hmm. Like they talked their way through what songs are going to be about, structure, and all of that. And I just like listening to, you know, the music nerd in me want to know everything. And the Libra, too, because we research all of our interests so that we can be, like, experts on topics when we talk, hence the size. So that part is a me part. Love that. <laughs> and the funniest part is, the Brandon, you... <laughs> Enough. These two albums is Toxic Love. What are you talking about, Sweet Pea? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, is, this is the brand, but anyway. The brand. The Brandon. That was a good one. <laughs> um, this relationship is a long-term situation because Lucky wrote on um, the, ten, the, the project with 10,000 hours on it. The, I was about to say one of the EPs. That was like her biggest and last EP before her debut. No, he wrote on the one before that. So the one, the one that had booed up he wrote on the one before that. That's oh. like black and white and it's her face and it's like the curly hair. Yeah. Yeah. So that was her first EP, I think. So they've been working together for a long time. 10,000 hours is everything. And he worked on, he worked on her last album. Mm, he worked on everybody's album is what we've been trying to tell y'all over the past five episodes. Pretty much. But it's like his work life for real, for real. Yeah. Um, 
So it's, it, I like that now is going from him writing the songs to him being featured on the song, which I mean, that's his, he's, his, he's a feature doll baby. So whatever. But the song is so good. And I wait till they perform this live in my face. Did I send you the clip of them performing it at some event? Mm-hmm. Oh. But I just don't know what that was. It was random. Yeah, it was. People do whatever they want and then don't invite us. Hmm. <laughs> Not know. But I love the chorus, the way they sing it. Listen, the, the, the vocal production on this album was just so good. It's like something very familiar about all of the melodies as if she's interpolating older songs but mm. she's not because I've been looking for the yin yin yings and I can't find a one <laughs> word choice diction alliteration like all of those onomatopoeia like all of those <laughs> literary tools that she infuses into these lyrics be wearing me out because journalism and even just like how deep and how intense some of the words are, even though she's singing so soft on certain stuff, like you pull me back, realign me. Why would you ask somebody to realign you? Ex you had to readjust. <laughs> are you a transmission? Like what? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. And and um, sorry, I forgot to I cut my my vocal part off a little too early. So the first of all. I love that she is the pre-chorus doll baby on this album. Every song got a pre-chorus. In <laughs> <laughs> a bridge. Like, she is giving us full-ass songs. Listen, I mean, so, to be fair, that is something that is kind of missing. People got experimental with the, oh, he texted me. Interesting. We'll chat offline. <laughs> <laughs> I love chatting offline. It's something that we have to do. So... The way that people be joning on R&B up today because it don't follow no structure for real. Like, Summer Walker is my bitch. But them songs don't make sense at all. Like, none of them, for real. And they 20 seconds long. 20 seconds long. Literally not even two minutes sometimes. And got 18 songs on the album. The album ended 30 minutes. <laughs> so her bringing back hook, pre-chorus, bridge, Verse like she is not another club, another club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that she did that. So when they say it's just different, they won't understand. We can't waste time trying to explain whatever. But the part is, <clears throat> I can feel the space where you hold my brain. If you let me take it, tell me it's okay. Let me ease your pain if you feel the same way. No, it might be a mess, but yes. Cause for me, you're the best. Oh! <laughs> just sang y'all through pre-chorus and chorus. Like, they are not playing with this structure. Lucky Day is an artist. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, that has to be a video. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> hey, do you remember that Vine that, that, went, that went viral like years ago? There's all these boys, I guess, on a football team on a bus, and the boy gets up and he says, she's beautiful to me. <laughs> you 
then I know what you're talking about. Okay. He was like pointing hard as shit. <laughs> <laughs> but what you're about to say about Lucky, and I have to re-record my vocal. I'm just on here sounding bad. Oh my gosh, shut up. I'm not yigging, yigging, no more re-records. It's giving hit the note the first time, sis. <laughs> okay, I'm tired of laughing. I just wanted to say, Lucky Day is really like doing God's work when it comes to all of these projects that he is enlisting himself upon. Because I feel like Lucky is one of them type of niggas that's just like, oh, I'm going to get on that. It's not like you got to ask him. He wants to do it. He's like a consummate student of R&B. And he's like, I need to be in the room. It's that type of feeling that I get from everybody that he worked with. It's literally like, oh, Alex Osley got something coming out? All right, let um, let me hit her up real quick and see what I can get on. I got some stuff for her. It gives that. It's like, oh, wait, LMA is my work wife. She not putting this album out without me getting a feature. Like, I feel like he's that guy, and I like mm. that. Because we don't... It just seemed like he cared. And a lot. It seems like he cares a lot, and I feel like it was very cool to not care about music in music for so long. And it, I think he also is, like... I taking his chance because he like I don't know how long this gonna last so let me it's giving I'm finally famous no big Sean like he's not <laughs> and he not resting he's like yo my 15 minutes finally came after 20 years yeah we running it up lucky day one of the only people that's like in our age group older than me type shit everybody is a child so I feel like him just now getting to feel the fame that he probably always felt like he deserved, because that's the thing. Somebody told me the other day that I deserve to be famous, and I feel like that is real. You can see it in people, right? I feel like he knew that about himself for a really long time, and now that he got it, he's just like, all right, bet. Taking advantage. And you know what's so funny? I was in the shower, because I told you I was revisiting Candy Drip this morning, and I was manifesting him coming on our podcast, and I was like, well, let me be specific. And I was like, I want him to come on the cast and talk about peaking in his 30s mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because everybody be feeling like your life over if you don't make it by the time you're 26 but he's running it up and this man is 58 years old <laughs> i just need everybody to stop feeling like that like there is no finish line rico love told me that a long time ago there is no finish line you literally cannot predicate your success or your anything on what other people got going on and that comes for career that comes for love and marriage and romance that comes for success. Like, that's literally the gamut. Like, it runs the gamut of life. You can't be like, all right, well, it didn't happen at 25. It's never going to happen. That's mm -hmm. not true. Mm -hmm. Just to swap it back to the song, mm -hmm. um, even though I sounded really crazy singing a pre-chorus because I was singing it in the soprano note. Y'all know I'm an alto. But um, when they go back and forth saying you the best to each other at the end of the song, uh, it's so good. <laughs> so good. Oh, baby, you the best. <laughs> A song. I love that man. So next is uh, Feels Like. A song. Okay. Uh, I'm tired of yelling, y'all. This really got to stop. Something has got to give. Word to Jack Nicholson. Feels like it's probably my favorite song on the album right now. It's something super duper early 2000s about the layout of the, the, the words. 
I don't know how she's singing sounds like Digital Get Down by NSYNC or like something, something very tectonic play and futuristic about the layout of the words, even though the beat is pretty much straightforward R&B, mm-hmm. like regular up-tempo, like a pink song from her Black era. <laughs> I love this song. The first time I listened to this album, I was like doing stuff in the house. I had people over here putting together my shit because my apartment is still not together. And when this song came on, I had to like stop what everybody was doing and turn YouTube all the way up. I was like, Ooh, excuse me, Ellers? <laughs> Ella, Ella, A, A. The song is giving slower for the younger generation. <laughs> slower by Brandy. Cause you be having a guide them in, okay? <laughs> Mind you, I was standing before I even knew what she was talking about. And then once I realized that that was the give, I was like, oh, I love this even more. Because, again, it's another song that does not sound nothing like Ella. Nothing like Mustard. Like, so I was not expecting this song, but she said, um, I love the the way she goes, keep on talking. Oh, you, wait, hold on. Oh, Mustard didn't do this one, sorry. Can you do all the things that you, you wanted to? Yes. Keep it. Oh, keep on talking. Keep on talking. All you want, but talk is cheap and nip off. But they that like like cadence the way she do it. Keep on talking. All you want, but I oh, messed it up again. Hold on. It's smart. I know what you do. Keep on talking. All you want, but it's like a dance class. Yeah, but like she runs it mm-hmm. together. And if I'm investing my evenings on you, uh. Then you better fucking please me, yeah. Look inside my mind. I know what I like. Don't you waste my time. No, you really, really want it. If I'm really being honest, I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't want it. it. It feels like, ooh. If they promise, baby, show me. I'm a goddess. I don't need it. I don't want it. Let's it feels like, ooh. Cause it's feeling, ooh. And the best part, she says, cause what's the fun and feeling nothing? Baby, don't be so selfish. I, man, really want it. If I'm really being honest, I don't need it. I don't want it. Less it feels like a. So personal moment. I don't know if we get personal on the um, album reviews. So all the girlies on Twitter have been talking about, oh, I'm celibate, I'm celibate, yada yada. Everybody, nobody, none of the girls are laid up, slayed up, right now on the timeline. And I really feel like girls are stepping into this moment. It's like, I'm not about to do all of that if it's not about to give. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not outside because the last time I yin 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 was like <laughs> top one, top two of all my yings ever in life. <laughs> Ain't that it? So it's just like, I can't mess the streak up because that was so crazy. Top one, top two of my yings ever in life is getting tatted on me. <laughs> that is funny. God bless that king. I hope he is well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my, the summer love of my life, y'all. Um, well, this my summer fall, spring, summer joggers. 
Um, <laughs> for everybody business because the code language is not coding for me. I know exactly what you're talking about. But yeah, like so once once you have like top top three, and that's like the last time you get you not pressed to like be laid up with nobody because you like if you can't beat that, yeah. it's not even worth my time. Unless it feels like ooh. And a lot of times it don't because y'all see the orgasm get um paperwork. So for straight girls, it feel like mm. <laughs> it's like that. It's like that commercial. When I first got my hair done, everybody was like, "Ooh, girl, who says your hair?" A week later, it was just, "Ooh, girl." And that's what'll be given. So unless they give, "Ooh, girl, who does your hair?" <laughs> I don't need it. I don't want it. I'm good. <laughs> This is a song, y'all. I'm sorry. This might, I'm, I was saying it's my favorite song right now, but this might be my favorite song in general on the album. I fucks with the way that she did. Oh my God. No, you really. What's the fun in feeling nothing? That spoke volumes to me. Fuck sex. <laughs> Fuck sex. That is everything. What's the fun in feeling nothing? Uh, I'm the nonchalant. But like, I wanna feel. Baby, don't be so selfish. I know you really, really want it. If I'm really being honest, I don't need it. I don't want it. Let's it feels like ooh. Yeah, this one is the one for me. Yeah, you're the one for me. Ah, ah, you're the one. Leave you alone. Hit. I need a video. And this was another one of her um, teasers that she uh, dropped. Another one. Thank you. Um, another one with a pre-chorus. Listen, where where they where they not at? Because uh, <laughs> every time you say you want to chill out in the naked, could it be the pain and the pleasure that you making? Make me act a fool for ya, fool in love, drowning us all over you, baby. You know what? I'm sorry. All over you, baby. It's a lot of I just can't stop falling for you. You a bad one, baby. Make this good girl crazy. I just can't stop falling. Boy, you such a fucking lady. Make this good girl crazy. Oh god. The the bridge on this. The bridge on this. If this is bad for me, I probably shouldn't say, oh, never let me go. I just wanna feel you nice and slow. I'm caught up in the moment. Does it show? Cause I can't. Oh, she sure still on this song. I don't care. <laughs> I have. You a bad boy, baby. Make this good girl crazy. Ah, ah, Why would you say crazy while the regular voice is saying crazy? <laughs> She's crazy. <laughs> Look, she crazy now. I don't know why I do this. Same old drug, that's a new fix. Too good, got me too less. Guess I can't blame it on Cupid. It's like when she did a Laura sir. I guess I can't blame it on Cupid. 
Should have left you on red, new man. I'm stupid. <laughs> she be playing with us on this album. I'm sorry. She's like, having. I'm so, like <laughs> the vocal production is just so crazy. The way that this album is structured is nothing like what is out right now. It's not. It's not. The way that she be flowing in and out of all of the different sections of the song, it's like science almost. Like the um, Lucky Day and them are mathematicians. I don't know what they were doing, but it was giving E equals MC squared, word to Mariah. Like, and Albert Einstein. The fuck? Like. <laughs> wow. Yeah. This one of them ones. I'm gonna listen to it again when we, find, when we finish. <laughs> we say this all the time and then we really be doing it because I'm about to be up going off. Yeah, it's only, it's not late. Ain't. And I've been sleeping all day. While I work. So, um, the next song in the suite is definitely, um, a contender. Like, when, it, when I first listened to it, I was like, oh, I like this song. It's definitely, like, you know, a part of the suite. But once I tapped into the with the pre again the pre-chorus the pre-chorus doll baby i got two words for this album pre-chorus <laughs> and then i then i clocked in what she was saying on the chorus i was like eller what is this girl full name because i need to call her full name <laughs> let's look that up she needs to be confronted directly Listen, um i love address. ella may how that is a old. That is an old black lady name, Ella May Howell. So black. <laughs> Why is her name so black like that? That is a southern black name. That is a American chattel slavery name. Like, excuse me, Howell. That I is hilarious. That that is her real name. I'm screaming. Howell is black down. Crazy. This is the this is one of the ones that was D Mile joined. That was what D Mile did this song. Oh yeah. Um, Unless it feels like ooh. So you, um, Prince Charles wrote it, do and with Ella and D Mile. Um, do you want to go off? Like, how do you? Because I, I feel like you have something on your spirit that you need to unleash. When she say, and you let me know if you've ever been in this kind of position, Muse. When she say, hey, what's up? Feeling rushed. Did I call at a bad time? <laughs> you ever be like on the phone with the date? And you be like, why you like rush me off the phone? Like, what's what's going on? Like. No, nah, that never happened to me. Oh. <laughs> Maybe it's a straight boy thing, but it's just like, why are you acting so funny style on the phone? Like, why are you not really, you giving me one word answers, like. It's giving it, every other word is a huh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. it's like, hey, what's up? I'm feeling rushed. Did I call at a bad time? Yeah, I can tell in your tone you ashamed telling more lies. I feel like, I don't know whether it's like, I'm one, not a phone set. So if we talking on the phone, that means something. Like if we FaceTime regularly, if we doing, a, cause I could text forever, but if we like are actually communicating in all of the methods, 
then that means yeah. But with that, yeah, with the yeah, 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 you know. But with that, I think that it's hard for it to ever give like a feeling rush because it takes me so long to even get to the phone part anyway. So by the time we on the phone, we on the phone. But she's saying like, if the guy's like kind of rushing you off the phone, like kind of being like, oh, oh I gotta do this, uh, uh, I gotta, uh, you ain't doing nothing. You sit in the house playing Madden. Shut up, liar. <laughs> no, I never been in it in that kind of situation, but it it. But I know what she's talking about. Yeah. But I know what she's talking about. Yeah, and I've I've seen it happen, so I do get it. It's like what? Why are you? Like, what is it giving? I'm on a constant quest to find out what it's giving. So, like, say my name. Hello. Don't feel strange. Sing, be once. <laughs> also, um, but then the lyrics of the chorus when she's uh, real quick. Destiny's Child posted. It's like breaking news. Okay, Destiny's Child posted. Can you keep up today on their Twitter with a picture of each of them? I don't know what that means, but their comments are spiraling. Has anyone called Toya Luckett? Toya Luckett is in the following tweet. Somebody said, hit me, and posted her. I sent it to you in your DM. Oh. <laughs> Missed Just it. Alert the dolls. Um, so in the chorus, she says, and it's the play on words to me. See? So she says, I'm going down, down. I can't get up. You be the reason why I never give my trust, and it hurts so bad. And in this one, it goes off. Tell me how to stand when the tide comes in. I'm trying, but it's hard. Love is sink or swim. Bitch. <sighs> like, please, everybody. She said, it's sink or swim. Emotions are y'all in the wind. <laughs> she is giving storm. <laughs> it's giving storm from X-Men. I have called thunder and lightning and the power of the waves. The doll is stressed on the sand, trying to get her grounding. The feet are wet and she don't know what to do. I love it. And the man ain't leave the footprints like music and Kalani, okay? He ain't leave no footprints. Doll is just in the Atlantic hoping for the best. <laughs> Maybe not the Atlantic. It's giving Coral Reef. I love how to stand when the tide comes in. She's trying, but it's hard. Love is sink or swim. Listen. Girl, shut up. <laughs> what keeps singing? She's giving gills and tails a male in the room. Like, you better order, child. Mm. That is deep. That is so deep. No pun intended. Can we go deep? Deep. Is that a is that sung by a person I'm not supposed to be singing? Never mind. Monica, ain't it? No, that's another deep though, but I do like that song. Oh. That's like one of the only songs on that album that I care about. Mm. Yeah, she, um, and then the chorus, I mean, the bridge is crazy. Like, Ella did her big one. Yeah, she got the best structure album of 2022 so far. Oh. Yeah. I said it. The doll has spoken. <laughs> and I feel like, it's going to go over people's heads because people are in a specific place with LMA right now. I think that they got tired of her because the radio didn't. And mm -hmm. we're the only people I know talking about this album except for Ron. Well, taste. Right. 
but I feel like because we're about to be famous that um once we say the album is perfect people will listen to us yeah I mean the people who listen listen it's the it's giving the girls that get it get it and if the girls that don't don't and if you don't get it it's because you're not that girl got it <laughs> listen being the doll is also sing or swim <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, this last song though, another one of my favorites. You're fading out for a long time. I thought that you were saying that this was the Rihanna ballad because Rihanna always closed out with a song that should have mm-hmm. elements, but it's like still fast somehow. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought you were talking about this for a minute, and then I was like, Oh, she's talking about high. Mm-hmm. I'm passing the mic on to fading out. Oh my God. Fade and know that you're fade. That, that's Mariah Carey, y'all. That's not LMA. <laughs> she said, I've been thinking about it, praying for the weekend, make it run away. Looking for reasons for me to skip the play. Sorry if the words I say, they cut you deep. I ain't trying to do something that I don't need. I've been here before. This song takes me down. You're going down, down. But still, after school. Fading out, got you at the borderline. <laughs> On the, I, the fact that there's a refrain in this song. <laughs> what? Don't nobody got refrains in their music no more? Listen, she Ooh. said this song will be 20 years long and you won't listen to all of it. <laughs> the song is basically about the end of a relationship, something that has come to a head. And it's like, she knows that it's over, but I guess he's still trying to hold on and she don't know how to break it to him that it's just not what it's supposed to be anymore. And that is like, I don't know, I've been there a a few times. I feel like Libras be making people fall in love with them by accident and shit. And they just be like, oh damn, I didn't mean to do that. We should probably not (laughs) go further because I, this is not a thing for me. I was just playing. Yeah, but I don't be playing. I just, you started to feel things when I wasn't doing nothing. Cause I don't, it wasn't given play, but I like that I could resonate with that and she still bring new life into my experience. How you do that? <laughs> I got questions. In the pre-course, she said, I thought I would die for your touch, but I hate living with us. <laughs> Excuse me? I do not like feeling like that. I hate when it's like, oh, I like somebody. And then it's like, well, I do not like him. Like, I do not like that, but it's a thing. Don't but then she says, I don't want to taint in love. Haven't you had enough? Okay. It some people, some I, people like living in mess and destruction. I don't like that. I'm not a masochist. I seen Christina Aguilera. <laughs> I said this on Twitter the other day. It be me, but that don't mean it ain't y'all too. <laughs> I meant that. And that's what this song is about. If you really want to get to the root ball of it. <laughs> yeah, we ain't working out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Ella, daughter, <laughs> niece, you did your big one. I, again, it's about four albums that are heavy in rotation right now, but I've been listening to Ella's May all day. Ooh. All day, nigga. Cool. Like every time I say I'm gonna take a break, I swirl right on back. Ooh. 
Every time I try to leave, something keeps pulling me back. Yes, Tyrese. The best part. That means we gotta make it work. We gotta oh. make it work. He eat that part. Because <laughs> he mean it. We had to. But then that's what Ella says, baby. You're fading out. You're fading out. You're fading out. And I love that this is the end of the song. I don't know. I just like the play on fading out and then the album actually fading out. Fades out. Mm-hmm. It's a rap on Tinashe 333. Like, I love that that's the last song before the deluxe comes in. Like, everything. Best structure. Best taste level tight range and just explore so many parts of the voice like i don't get tired of listening to it and there are songs of your by lma that i have gotten tired of this is not one of those joints. this is not one of them Mm-mm. yeah this this album has has real staying power and so more slump where like i think this album is leaps and bounds beyond her debut and her debut was good and her debut was solid, but yeah. it's definitely not her on on my sleeve. So, kudos to you. Cheers to you. Hire me, Drew Hill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no shade. I definitely need some free tickets to Drew Hill. Y'all know I go to every Drew Hill show, and I shouldn't have to pay no more. I've um, never seen them live, so we need to yin yin yin. You never seen them live? No. Oh. <laughs> right. It's and literally like the some of the best singing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and now that Playa is in the group, I have to go. And Jazz back in the group too. Y'all know Jazz had that beautiful um, falsetto. Mm-hmm. Well, gorgeous. we gotta keep our eyes out for the um, the old head Jazz Fest um, summer series. Cause I know it's coming to some city. Um, to a city near you. But yeah, um, y'all, I'm listening. We don't try to boss y'all around. We don't try to tell y'all what to do. But we are um, firmly encouraging you yeah. to check out Ella May's um, Heart on My Sleeve album, Top to Bottom. Yeah. I need more people to be listening to this. Because I'm tired of just talking to Stephanie about it. Like, <laughs> Stephanie get mad if I don't respond in three of the five current group chats that we got on any given day. So. The thing is, he normally be responding real fast his phone don't leave his hand. But he been sleepy sleepness the last <laughs> two days. So it be giving, are you alive? I didn't even go outside on Saturday for real. I went to a housewarming. And Meanwhile, I was not texting back in none of the group chats. Like. I was like, is he well? <laughs> I would like to make Stephanie mad, just like exclaim a sentence or like heart something. And I won't. <laughs> but yo, this is not an everyday thing. He's sizing it. He usually be responding like this. Mm-hmm. Muse live and breathe that phone. <laughs> but this weekend, he was paying everybody nooch. I feel like I needed it, even though I didn't even do nothing. And that's why I didn't even bother you. I was like, you know, I did not send you a, so I don't think I sent you any solo text this weekend because I was like, oh, he's really like clocking out. <laughs> I respect that. 
And you I, know I'll be supporting your clock out. I didn't mean to. I just, I don't know. But y'all don't let him spice it. That man be on the line like, <laughs> if I wake up tomorrow, I'm going to have a text. A person, my personal three, it's going to be text in our multiple group chats. I'm going to have a, te- a DMs on my Twitter and DMs on my both my Instagram accounts. Don't let him fool you. He be on my line. <laughs> Here she goes. She's starting. You started. <laughs> anyway, listen to Heart on My Sleeve by LRD May apparently howl, blackest name on earth. <laughs> Love that for her. This album is the one. It really is. It, it really, really is. I don't even know what else to say. There's really nothing else to say. But we'll see y'all at the concert. Make sure y'all look at our reels. We've been giving some content down to the reels. So check our reels before our relaunch. Our Broccoli Fest reel is up. Our Lucky's Day reel is up. The people are working. We're working. Yeah, and I'm giving y'all a little reel for Amber Mark, so. Can't come to the phone right now because I'm working. <sighs> Life of a socialite, I guess. <laughs> Bye. Bye. This is real. Listen to the album. Do what we said. Bye. A <laughs> <laughs> show. All the things you say you're wanting to Keep on talking all you want But talk is cheap And if I'm investing my evenings on you Then you better fucking please me Look inside my mind I know what I like Don't you waste my time Time up.